0: You're listening to History, Zoology, and Stories for Kids. Let's get started. Hey kids, welcome back to History, Zoology, and Stories for Kids. Today, our history is going to be about the Silk Road. And helping me today is my co-host, Sophia. Okay, so the Silk Road, as I said, was the trade route that allowed merchants to travel from east to west from Asia to Europe. Was known as the Silk Road. This road was first set up around 200 BCE and lasted until sea routes across the Indian Ocean replaced it in the 15 uh, in the 15s, in the 1500 CE. In addition to goods for trading, new ideas, religions, and inventions travel along the Silk Road. The Silk Road began in China. It stretched through the mountains and desert of Central Asia to the Eastern Mediterranean Sea. In 1271, the young Italian Marco Polo traveled along the Silk Road to China with his father and uncle, who were both merchants. He wrote a best-selling account of of his travels when he returned home 24 years later. Merchants, traveling along the Silk Road, stopped off in Caravanserais, or inns. Here, they could eat, sleep, and let their animals rest. Europe sent glassware, glassware, silver, gold, and cotton east to China. Horses from Ferghana Valley in Central Asia were much valued in China and traveled along Silk Road to get there. sent silk, porcelain, jade, tea, and spices west along the silk. Many inventions that, that traveled west were paper and gunpowder. So that's our history for today kids. So this basically the Silk Road is just a road that stretched from China to deserts and mountains to of Central Asia to the Eastern Mediterranean Sea. Wow fam. Uh, wow. That is a real long way. Well, now let's get to our story. But first, let's let's listen to a mystery sound. it is, listeners. You can tell us in the comments below, or you can send us a voicemail so we can put it in our next episode. Well, now let's get to our co-host. So, Sophia, what do you think it sounds like? It's like clanging sound stuff. What do you think it But Accidentally drop something on the ground. Okay, that kind of makes sense. So what you're saying is like someone searching through their closets with their hangers, and then all of a sudden the hangers drop, making that clang sound. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And also bumping into each other. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. Well, we we'll hear the answer a little bit later in the show. So now, let's get to our zoology. So for today's zoology, we're going to be talking all about seals. Well, you see, seals already are mammals. You can find out more about mammals, sea mammals, in our other podcast, The Wow Factor of Science. So these seals are mammals, which means that they need to breathe. So they go down to the surf, so they go to their breathing holes, and then they dive back down to search for food. Seals mostly eat fish and maybe some krill. And some seals eat penguins, but most seals don't. And seals are hunted are hunted by humans because we need their skins to make, you know, clothes and stuff. And seals are also eaten by polar bears. So how polar bears catch them is that they go up to the surface when the seals go up to the surface, the polar bear the polar bear will pounce on it and eat it up. Well, that's just life, you know. Now, let's get on with our story. Now, in this episode, we don't have just one story. We've got who? Now we're going to listen to our mys- to our mystery sound again and find out the answer. Then we'll head on to our stories. Get ready! So, Sophia, after hearing that mystery sound once more, uh, do you have any new guesses? Uh, or do you still think it's like someone searching through their closet? Yeah, I still think like that. Yeah. Alright, so the answer, you were super duper close. That was the sound of me uh, hitting some hangers inside the closet. That's why you heard like these sounds. Yeah, that was me like swishing the hangers side, side to side. So you were really close. Yeah, good job. Why don't you give yourself a little clap? All right, now let's get on with our story. So kids, since we have two stories today, we're going to need two segments for this. There will be some breaks in the middle of the stories. So please be kind enough to wait patiently enough. Alright, now let's search for a nice story for us today. Hmm, which one should we pick? that uh, that is exciting and you also can learn something from it hmm. which do you think we should pick huh oh good idea we should pick the knights of the forest all right let's read the knights of the forest the knights of the forest featuring emmy Felix, Moe, and Howard by Bethany Roberts Urbina. It was a beautiful snowy evening in the woods. The sun was hanging low in the distance, casting a warm glow on the bare trees. Soon it would be nightfall, but the animals in the forest were not sleepy at all. They had gathered around the biggest tree in the forest and were listening with wide eyes As Howard, the owl, read to them a story of the great knights of old. Then the knight rescued the princess and brought her safely back to the palace. There, the king rewarded him with many beautiful gifts, and the people of the land gave him great honor for the rest of his life. The end. Emmy the mink, sighed. It must be a wonderful thing to be a knight. They are very brave and noble, and they always help others, said a red fox named Felix. I want to be a knight, said Mo, the chipmunk. I am quick, and I can jump very far, and I would be a good soldier. You will all make fine knights indeed, chuckled Howard. Just then, a twig snapped causing all the animals to duck behind the big tree. One by one, they all peeped around the trunk to see what made the noise. The forest was very still and quiet, but they, but then they heard a sniff. The animals twitched and looked at each other. Then there was another sniff. Felix slowly crawled out from behind the tree look," He said bravely. He crept slowly forward toward the snow, trying not to make a sound. Then he stopped and looked straight ahead. The other animals sighed too. There, many feet away in front of them, was a little girl sitting under a tree. Her face was hidden by her knees and her body was shaking with tears. Poor little one, said Emmy, as she inched closer. I wonder what is wrong. She is very young. Maybe she is lost, said Howard. We have to help her. That's what a good knight would do, said Mo. Mo is right, said Felix. We need a plan. Emmy and I will keep her warm. Good idea, Felix said Howard. I will fly above the trees and look for the family. With that, Howard took off to the sky, soaring above the trees. Moe scurried this way and that. What can I do? Moe asked. I want to help. Moe was quite small, even though he had great dreams of being a knight. He was more adorable than he was. bushy red tail, and thought for a minute. Thinking there would not be anyone else in the woods, he came up with a job for Mo. You can stand guard and look up for any danger, he said. Moe's face lit up. He was so excited to have such an important job. He quickly scurried from tree to tree, looking in every direction for danger. After he was gone, Emmy crawled toward the little girl slowly, so she would not be frightened. The girl was too busy crying with her head down to notice Emmy or Felix. Finally, Emmy came close enough to rub her soft fur against the little girl's arm. Startled, the little girl's head popped up, and she looked down at Emmy. Rather than running away in fear, the little girl sniffed once more and hugged Emmy tightly. Felix curled up right next to her to keep her warm and shield her from the cold breeze. High above the forest, Howard squinted as he looked for any other people that might belong to the little girl. At last, he spotted smoke coming out from the chimney of a cabin deep in the woods. He let out a screech and raced down toward the smoke. When he reached the cabin, he landed on the window, and pecked the glass. The people in the house did not hear it, but the the cat did. When he saw the large owl sitting in the window, his fur stood up on his back, and he ran away without stopping to think. Howard then moved, to the door and knocked as hard as he could soon a man came to the door he was puzzled that he did not see a person there but instead an owl the old owl flapped and flew around the yard trying to get the man to follow him but the man just scratched his head well let's take a short break first listeners and we'll get back to that story keep listening Hey kids, more interested in science and vitamins and minerals and maybe some and maybe more facts about animals, then check out the wow factor of science. You can open that app. You can open that podcast in any app. You can get a podcast that's The Wild Factor of Science. It's coming soon this week. Well, let's get back to the show. Alright kids, let's get back to the Knights of the Forest. It is no use, said Howard. We need a new plan. And he took off into the forest faster than he had come. Speeding through the forest, he almost flew right past his friends under the tree. Howard, did you find anything? asked Emmy. There's a cabin near the center of the forest. We will have to take the girl there ourselves before nightfall. I will fly ahead and lead the way, Howard said with short breaths. Began to fly ahead, and Moe scurried behind them, keeping watch. Emmy, fo- Emmy followed for a few steps, then stopped to look back at the girl. Where are you going? asked the girl. Follow me, said Emmy, but the girl could not understand. Felix took the end of the girl's sleeve in his mouth and tugged it tightly. Then the girl understood. Then the girl understood. She stood up and followed the animals. He pulled her toward Emmy and the girl began to follow. When the girl seemed to understand, Felix let go of her sleeve and started running after Howard. The little girl started running as well, but not nearly as fast. Emmy stayed behind to help her along. Through the forest, they ran until Felix came to a stop. Emmy stepped in front of the girl, so she would not, so she would stop as well. In the path, there was a long viper. Let us pass, viper," said Felix. "We do not want any trouble." "This is my side of the woods," said Viper. "If you want to get through." silent Until suddenly, the viper wiggled and squirmed. "Get off my back!" he hissed. "Let go of me!" "Woohoo!" yelled Mo as he rode the viper, holding tightly to his neck. The viper tried everything, to, everything to get rid of Mo. He rolled in the sm- snow. He spun around. Then headed toward the trees to try to knock him off. "Go ahead, Felix." Mo called. I'll keep the viper distracted. Felix, Emmy and the girl began to run again. They kept going until Howard led them to the cabin. The little girl saw the cabin and a big smile flashed across her face. She ran all the way up the door and knocked with all her might. Seconds later, the same man appeared at the door. He put his hand to his face, then scooped the little girl to his head, to his arms. Anna, the man cried, "Where have you been?" The animals looked at each other proudly, and then scampered back into the forest. They hadn't gone far when Mo came running toward them, with a chunk of fur missing from his tail. "Mo, you're safe," said Felix. "I can't believe how brave you were." Moe rubbed his poor tail but smiled at Felix. You were all very brave, said Howard. The way you helped that little girl today proves you all make fine knights indeed. Well, that's our first story for today, kids. Our next story will be about Flurry. Just keep listening. kids so our second story today is called flurry hunts alone so this story this short story was created by one of our listeners who sent our very first voicemail question about romans and she has written down this story for us to read to you all all right let's begin flurry hunts alone Flurry was a polar bear. After staying in her icy cave for two months, she was old enough to learn to hunt. Flurry's twin, Hale, was excited about this. Flurry was a little shy and nervous, though. Flurry and Hale crawled out out of the cave, following their mother. Their mother saw a seal coming out of its breathing hole. Seals were their favorite meal. Their mother hunted the seal and taught Hale and Flurry how to do the same. That day, Hale got two seals for dinner. Their mother got five. But Flurry got nothing but a fish. Flurry fell ashamed. There was still time before dinner, so that evening, Flurry snuck out of her cave and scampered off. As the evening grew dark, Flurry didn't catch. Flurry didn't catch a single seal. She was so concentrated at finding a seal, she didn't notice it was night. Flurry then fell asleep. The next morning when Flurry woke up, she was surrounded by walruses. Flurry ran away as fast and as far as she could. Then she looked around. She was lost. Flurry shouted for help. She was hungry. And tired. Then the walruses came back and started to chase her. Flurry ran as fast as she could. Then a young polar bear growled at the walruses. She seemed like she was a bit older than Flurry. When the walruses have gone, Flurry recognized her. It was her cousin, Flake. Flake led Flurry home was happy to see her again then since that day Flurry never went hunting alone the end Wow that was a pretty nice story that Kayla wrote huh well you can write down your own story and send us a voicemail and we'll definitely tell it in our next episode well now Let's hear when my friends do their presentations. This presentation is from my friend Michael. He is his presentation today is about plants. Of course, since it's plant season, and this and the specific plant he's presenting about today is the tulip. Uh, so he said so he has actually three videos about tulips, so this might take a while. Now, let's hear what he has to say about tulips. Get ready. Uh, sorry, listeners.
1: Good afternoon. My name is Michael. Now I'm going to present it to you about tulips. In part of tulip, there is flower, stem, leaf, root, and bulb. I'm going to explain to you about flower. Flower's characteristic is big, showy, and bright color. There are four types of part of flower. The stemmen, the sapel, the pistil, and the petal. Stamen is used to produce pollen. Tulip has six stamen. Sepal is used to protect the flower bud. Tulip has three sepals. Pistil is used to produce seed, and tulip has only one pistil. Petal is used to attract pollinator, and tulip has three petals. Since the size of petal and st- Example is the same. It looks like the tulip have six petals. Tulip stem is green color, upright form, and four to twenty-four inches high. Tulip leaf.
0: Okay, so that was part one. Sorry, I got cut. It got cut. It. So this is Michael's second video about tulips. Let me just search it a little there. Okay, here it is.
1: Lance or oval shape. Do you know what lance mean? Lance mean it is a narrow end and pointy. E. Looks like a spear. Tulip leaf is green color. The job, the job of the root is to take water and nutrients from the soil. Tulip's spot has thin papery covering used to protect the inner storage tissues. Tulip is tulip habitat is at mountain area with temperate climate. Do you know what temperate climate means? It means when it is at the winter it won't be too cold, and when it's at the summer, it won't be too hot. It is usually at four season country. Tulip life cycle is first dormancy, second planting, third pre-bloom, fourth bloom time, and fifth prepare for dormancy. There are two types of pollination self-pollination and cross-pollination. Look at this picture. This is the example of self-pollination. Self-pollination is when a pollen from the stamen to the pistil.
0: Okay, so sorry I got cut up again, kids. Let me just find the third video.
1: Here it is. Of one flower, cross pollination is pollen from another, from pollen from one flower to another flowers. Distilled. Cross pollination is cross pollination usually helped by man, wind, or animal. Tulips characteristic is geotropic and photosloppy. This is the example of geotropic. Geotropic means bend with gravity. This is the example of phototropic. Phototropic means reach toward the light. Thank you. That's
0: Michael's presentation about tulips. All right, kids, that's it for today. Don't forget to check out The Wow Factor of Science coming soon this week. Well, thanks for listening. Bye!